say? Why so sad? Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show, Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. It's a Are you a graduate student? De-stress from your studies through the Graduate Student Society. Come and meet new friends through our beer tasting sessions, sports leagues, and fitness classes. And maybe you're interested in making a difference. Help eliminate sexual assault by volunteering to become a GSS active bystander trainer. If ever you experience difficulties with your supervisors, faculty, or the university, the GSS can provide confidential advocacy assistance. And we will work with you to help resolve academic, personal, or financial issues. Your graduate student experience matters. Let the GSS help you now. Visit gss.ubc.ca. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud.
and welcome to The Real World on CITR 101.9. We are broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam territory here on the UBC campus in Vancouver, BC. Uh, just a reminder for people that don't follow us weekly, The Real World is a UBC uh, is the UBC Film Society's radio show where we try to connect with other clubs uh, and campus organizations through film. So we talk about it and it's fun. So uh, I'm Dama. And I'm Dora. And we are your hosts for today. And today we're very excited. And every day. <laughs> we are very excited to be talking about Christopher Nolan. So that's our, our little theme. What you just listened to was Slow Mix by excuse the name, uh, fucked up, uh, an artist from Toronto. And it's just thematically linked to Christopher Nolan because he uses all these like weird psychological things in his movies. So we decided to put that on there for a little while. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. slow. <laughs> Take a break. Perfect. So, Dora... Um, do you have, like, do you want to start off talking about the movies themselves or, like, weird themes or why we even chose to talk about Christopher Nolan? Okay, yeah, I will field all of those. Perfect. Um, so, I, we, like, decided that directors we wanted to talk about, what we kind of wanted to focus on a little bit ago, and I have not seen very many Christopher Nolan, very many Christopher Nolan films, so I was like, here is a perfect opportunity to see these movies that I have been meaning to see, but just, like, haven't. Yeah. And I, I'm i not, like, a stranger to young Chris. I've seen the, I've seen the Batmans. I've seen um, Inception. But I was like, no, i gotta got to know a little bit more about this dude. And I'm just going to say it. I was not impressed. What? I, I'm not, after this experience... I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, do you want to I, tell us a bit why? I would, again, love to. So, our protege, Christopher, is, like, he deals with interesting stuff. It's not that he's a boring filmmaker, but I feel like, like, I mean, he starts off with very, like, cool and weird ideas. Like, um, Inception is, like, just, like, using dreams as a way to, like, manipulate people and, like, the different layers. And, like, he, he obviously, like, thought about, like, the different intricacies that, like, could happen within that, like, space. But beyond that, I, like, I wasn't, like, attached to any of the characters. Like, I didn't, I never really was surprised by anything that really happened in the movie. I was like, oh, like here's another dark brooding shot of a dark brooding dude doing something <laughs> dark and brooding. And like, that's like, I haven't seen all of his films, but from what I have seen, that seems like a pretty consistent style that he has. Um, and I don't feel, I'm like, so everything is kind of like dark and blue, a lot of blues, not a lot of like cheerfulness happening. And if there is, it's like to juxtapose something terrible. Um, <laughs> and no, I I've like I found it difficult to sit through like two and a half hours of the same thing, <laughs> and like I, I don't know I was I just wasn't impressed. Okay, so which films did you watch? So for this project, I um, rewatched The Dark Knight, and um, 
I saw Following, which was his first full-length feature film. Mm-hmm. And um, Following, I know you watched it as well. Yeah. Um, but it was just like kind of about a dude who follows people around because he thinks it's like interesting. He he doesn't do it maliciously or anything, but he's just like, I like seeing what people do and where they go, um, which is weird. But like, do your thing, dude. And then yeah. he gets like mixed up in like burglary and like murder and like crime and it's like whoa and he's framed for um something awful um and then the dark knight i rewatched because i i'm not gonna lie i rewatched it because i love heath ledger and (laughs) i think that he was the best part about the movie and i was like like i mean i enjoyed watching it um if only because i enjoyed watching him perform mm-hmm. um yeah. but beyond that also like like i was doing some research and christopher nolan um like actually approached uh whoever produced those films i can't forget um i think it was just like he approached like dc and was like i want to make a batman movie because like i'm interested in that character and like that story which is cool but like to make three two hour long films about this like I don't know. It seems it it kind of seemed like he, like in my opinion, this is obviously so subjective and like no one should ever listen to anything I have to say. But, <laughs> don't um, listen to Dora. <laughs> but um, it's like I just kind of thought it's like this is a dude who like finds very like weirdly masculine and like mis- like a specific like archetype of masculinity mm-hmm. and finds that really interesting and just makes movies. That just explores that, which like I don't, which I don't find interesting. Like, yeah, like I get it if you make like one of one or two of them, like whatever. But your entire filmography just being like mysterious secrets and like, like I don't know. I I wasn't interested in it. I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's really interesting because to me, like the Dark Knight trilogy, I like particularly love it, uh, purely because like yeah, it's a superhero movie, but it's done like a film. So it's not, like, the classic, oh, this happens, and it's not a Marvel movie, you know? Like, Marvel movies are so, like, easy to just follow through, uh, whereas I felt Dark Knight was a lot more complex and convoluted, like, in a good way, I guess. Uh, I'm, like, partial to Dark Knight because, like, the comics are super dense, and I feel like the Batman movies that had been made up until that point like, they were just treating Batman as, like, another superhero character when he does have a really dark background that is, like, very interesting to explore. Uh, but now that you mentioned this thing about, like, the masculinity, like, that's something that's so true. Like, I was thinking about this yesterday while I was watching, like, okay, I really like, I, I really liked following, by the way. Um, oh, like, yeah, okay, no, I thought... I like this. <laughs> I was sitting here, I was watching it with my sister, and we'd just been complaining about Christopher Nolan. She was like... I don't like how intrigued I am and what's happening. Like, I don't (laughs) want to be liking this movie. But it is, like, it is really good. And Mm -hmm. I think that, like, as, like, his first film, like, there's something about, like, how low budget it kind of was. Like, it made it, he was able to, like, make it, he had to make it simple, but with that simplicity, he was able to make it, like, so complex and so layered, which Mm -hmm. I think is cool. I just, like, I think that he almost has, like, too big a budget, and he's just, like, I can, like, now I can make it as complex as I want, which is, like, dope, like, good for you, but, like, anyone with, not anyone with that much money can make it so complex, but, like, like, it just, I don't know, it's, I don't find that, like, it doesn't seem like he, 
like I think it's more interesting to make something complex out of something simple than to just like make something complex. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, for me, like, I I was looking through it and I'm like, okay, I really wish that the characters weren't like so, like narrowly stereotyped in some ways. Like, oh yeah, we're mm-hmm. just gonna focus on this like lead male character and whatever. Um, but like like your sister said, like I'm still super intrigued by it and like. I think specifically for following, like, I've watched quite a few Christopher Nolan films. So, like, I noticed that following really does have the same kind of streak um, of Christopher Nolan <laughs> that everything else has. I was really surprised by how uh, following was just so much like a lot of his other films in the sense that, like, thematically it has all the psychological stuff that he does in all his other movies. It has all the, like flashbacks and jumping through time without letting anyone know that he's jumping through time that he always does Mm -hmm. there's this like confusing thing that you don't really know what's going on until there's a plot twist and in the end you understand everything like that's something like so typical of christopher nolan films that for me i thought it was like really impressive that he uh like i thought it was a very strong first feature film like this is a director that knew where he was going from the start, or, like, that's how I saw it, at least, because Following is just, like, a very strong first film to me. Definitely, like, you can see that there has been growth, because he's gotten a lot of, a lot of budget and stuff, but, like, the fact that he keeps all these things, like, very constant throughout his films, uh, and, like, his, like you said, his filmography is based on the same thing of, like, exploring one character and one type of character and just, like, going with that, but, like, I think it's both good and bad. It's bad because he doesn't differentiate, like, he doesn't try and expand beyond that, but it's really good in the sense of, like, yeah, he has a, a certain theme or a certain, like, main structure that he keeps to all the time. So, like, you know what you, what to expect with a Christopher Nolan film. Well. Yeah. There's yeah. a very, like, if it ain't broke, no fix, don't fix it kind of, like, attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, like, of the films that you watched, like, those are all like very good and all but i really like i'm so upset that you haven't watched either memento or the prestige because i feel like you might have different opinions if you had watched them okay at this point i refuse to watch memento i have been given so many opportunities to see it and i keep being like no 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 and now i'm too deep i'm too deep in the anti memento phase (laughs) of my life like that and i'm I'm just petty enough to be like and i'm never gonna watch it so like maybe maybe in a few years i'll revisit that but right now it's a little dead to me i was okay i was gonna watch prestige but i watched the trailer and it didn't look very good i was like i don't want to waste my time with this okay like prestige I had a friend that was obsessed with magician movies. She was obsessed with any movie that had anything to do with magicians. Like, when Now You See Me came out, she was just so... I was was going to ask if she just, like, went nuts through that. Of course! She watched it, like, three times (laughs) in theaters. And then, like, went on to get the DVD. I don't know. She was obsessed. Um, That's just fiscally irresponsible. (laughs) I agree. The thing is, like... (laughs) She loved the prestige, and I remember going into it and being like, come on, it's just going to be another magician movie. Like, I'm so done with magician movies. Um, and the prestige actually has, like, a very interesting take on magician movies because it's, like, this rivalry be- between two magicians. And then, like, the thing that I like about it is that it has the whole, like, plot twist, weird time 
thing going on that a lot of Christopher Nolan movies have have but like it also has magic in it <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it has this rivalry that most Christopher Nolan movies don't have that's something that I noticed like normally he focuses on one main character and it's like oh the main character I don't know against the world or the main character looking for one person but there's never this like mm-hmm. two main characters that are going off against each other and that's what I really like about Prestige. I like quite oh. honestly, I still don't think it's as good as my friend told me. Like she was like, "Oh my god, Prestige is probably the best film I've ever watched." And I'm like, "Well, not really. Like it's pretty it's good. I'll watch it." <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to watch Wrong. it in theaters 3 times like you did with Now You See Me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um totally. but I thought it was like a very interesting take on general Christopher Nolan type movies because it's not something that I would have expected him to make. And then he did. Okay. So that was fun. That's cool. <laughs> um, just doing another quick Christopher Nolan Google search. Um, like, the Prestige and I think Interstellar and Inception are the only ones that aren't, like, film noir. That, like, that's not the genre he was working in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they are all, like, of... All of them, I think that they're, like, obviously the most distinct because they don't follow this kind of pattern. But um, I would say they're also the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, or like, like because they aren't, like, confined by any specific genre or anything. Like, he still, like, obviously draws from film noir because it's what he knows and it's something he's interested in. Mm-hmm. But um, that is true. I do like how he kind of, like, pulls out what he likes from that genre but then also is able to make, like, this new... Like, like he almost has like his own genre of just like so kind of just like what like weird sci-fi fantasy film mm-hmm. noir, like like I don't know. It's cool. That is really interesting. I totally feel that. Like with Interstellar, I didn't actually know Interstellar was a Christopher Nolan film until like yesterday. Uh, really? I, yeah, I had no idea. Like I, when we said we were doing Christopher Nolan Day, I was like, cool. I'm going to get into Christopher Nolan then. And then I did a quick Google search, and I'm like, I've watched most of these films. Like, <laughs> I've seen quite a few Christopher Nolan movies and just never realized that I had. So for me, yeah. when I figured out that Interstellar was Christopher Nolan, I'm like, wait, what? And then I thought about it, and like, it does make a lot of sense. Like, I don't know, the things that I've been repeating, Like, he has so many tropes like in his films that he just repeats constantly it's like just making time be a weird thing that he just plays around with like time doesn't need to be linear i can make it however i want it to be he just like really loves confusing the audience i feel and interstellar has so much of that like interstellar is ridiculously confusing but also so simple like once you've watched it it's like oh yeah of course that's what happens you know so I'm gonna make a confession. I have never seen Interstellar. You know what? That's fair. It's a super long movie. <laughs> Thank you. I also feel like like I was gonna see it in theaters. Like I would have been so down. But like a movie of that magnitude, like I don't know if just like watching it at home or like on the computer would really do it justice. Well, what we could do, what we could do, is just like put it in the norm, and then you have the whole magnitude of theaters, and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tease me, Jala. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, like Interstellar, I was really against it for a while. I remember like Whoa. when it was in theaters, I didn't want to see it because my dad was like, oh my goodness, it must be so good. And my dad is really hit or miss. Like either the movies that he <laughs> thinks are good. And you were like, shut up, Dad. <laughs> basically, they're either going to be no. really, really good. Like there's a few movies that he loves that I like am in love with. But sometimes mm-hmm. he just watches these like weird action sci-fi things that are never the good weird sci-fi action things <laughs> and i'm like dad can you please stop watching such bad movies sometimes they're just terrible so when he was like oh look interstellar it's about space i'm like i'm so done with space movies okay i do not want to know because i just really don't like a lot of space movies because they're just so inaccurate scientifically but it's just the struggle for me but then i watched yeah, I feel it like- yeah sorry I feel like the science kids just, like, they're just, like, I can't deal with it. Like, <laughs> it's too much. But, yeah. And then I was hearing, like, very mixed reviews about it. Like, most people that watched it that were my friends that weren't into physics loved it. But then all my physics friends really hated it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm a physics person, so what's going to happen? So I watched it. Um, yeah? I, ju- I just heard it was really underwhelming. Or, like, like. I, a lot of times I heard that, like, people saw it and were so wowed by it, like, the day they saw it, the day after. And then two weeks later, they were like, it was okay. Like, the more like the more they thought about it, the less kind of, of an impact it had. Which also kind of made me be like, well, I'd rather just not see it and be like, it's okay than <laughs> be, be duped by the, by the Christopher Nolan kind of, like, effects and, like, like, because, like, I feel like also he does have a really interesting way of, like, making it, like, just, like, like, even Inception is, like, fundamentally, like, it's a pretty simple storyline. Like, he's looking for his wife and, like, he's, like, planting these ideas. But um, he, like, finds a way to make it, like, so kind of, like, what just happened? Like, like, like you actually, like, need to pause it and be, like, wait a second. So that happened because this happened because blah 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 Mm -hmm. but um but it's actually like fundamentally pretty simple and like that kind of like charade i'm just kind of like i don't want to deal with it (laughs) i see i see like why it would be frustrating because like as a physics person when i was watching interstellar i was like okay i understand why my friends that like know about physics didn't like it because it's just so predictable if you know any science like specifically like theories of relativity and like anything to do with the physics that i studied like it just made so much sense like yeah of course this is what's going to happen because that's like all of the theories ever say that this is going to happen while all of my friends that were like just hated science did not want to like look into it ever they were like so impressed and never saw it coming so like the whole thing about being super impressed the day after and then two weeks later being like meh that is like i totally understand that because just like you said there are like very fundamentally easy to grasp concepts that he just blows out of proportion and for me like i actually really appreciate that in him i feel like it's so interesting how he gets these things that are like fundamentally very simple narratives and then he makes them into this grandiose like psychological warfare basically 
Um, and that's one of the things that I really like about Christopher Nolan. Like, even in this, like, short film that he made, like, Doodlebug, it's three minutes long, and it's just a dude chasing a bug, and then he sees that the bug is actually him, and then he runs around, and, oh, my God, it's, like, so weird. It's so strange, but it's, like, fundamentally, it's just a dude chasing himself, and then he smashes himself because it's, like, a tiny little version of himself, but then someone behind him that is a bigger version of him comes behind him and smashes him too. Like, it's so easy. It's so simple to grasp. But even in these three minutes, he just goes around like, oh, make it super mysterious. Make it be psychological somehow. Like, it's really not. But, but he makes it into this thing that, to me, is just super interesting. <laughs> wow, I find that really interesting that we both have kind of identified this thing and it makes me just be like, I can't. And you're like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm down with it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's things that happen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the subjectivity of film. Indeed. For everyone. Yeah. So we're actually running out of time now. But, yeah, like, we wanted to thank you guys for being with us today. <laughs> um, just a quick heads up. In about half an hour, we're going to have uh, All Access Pass being like the cast of All Access Pass here because it's Access Day. So there's going to be a lot of really cool Access Day stuff going on about accessibility and disability, all the really important things that people need to start talking about. So that's a thing that you should stick around for because it's going to be great. And yeah, Dora, you want to join me for our shout out? I would love to. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Ed Cassidy. Cassidy. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. <laughs>